listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out by visiting www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Hello, everyone, and happy solstice. It is that time again. It is so great. That wonderful time of the year where everything is growing, has grown, and you can harvest. For me, in gardening, it's, it's a fantastic time. I mean, the weather and I don't get along in regards up here in New England. The humidity is not my friend. But I, you know, I, I work my schedule go out early in the morning and either garden or walk and um, go for a walk. Then I stay indoors when during the very, very humid times of the day. And then in the evening, I come back out. That's the way it is. And especially COVID time, I'm spending a lot of time here homesteading anyway. And it's fine. I have no complaints. And I do have to say I'm very grateful to Mother Earth and all the nature spirits for making the the garden so abundant this year it's I actually have crops and and it's really nice so today we're going to talk a little bit about crossroads and forks in the road and I'm going to be using a lot of information uh, from this book by Stephanie Rose Bird and it's called 365 days of hoodoo daily root work mojo and conjuration it's a really, really good book. So, and again, please check us out on magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our store on Etsy, Magic and Medicine, all one word, M-A-G-I-C-K, and Medicine on Etsy. And you'll see all the nice things that we handmade things that I make myself and a couple of other people. Um, I use vendors who uh, make things handmade as well. So check it out. The links will be in the show notes as well as the links to this today's uh, book. So in Hoodoo, there are a few highly revered and special places. Like graveyards, crossroads and forks in the road but today we're only going to talk about two of these we're going to talk about crossroads and forks in the roads what's a crossroad crossroad is a vital plate is a vital it's vital to hoodoo the practice of hoodoo it's an important metaphysical pathway it's very significant in that at the crossroads you can um, gather, collect, or obtain crossroad dirt. It's also called crossroad dust. It's very sacred, okay, collecting the dirt at the crossroads. Now, crossroads, according to Stephanie Rose Bird in her book, 365 Days of Hoodoo, crossroads is a convergence of the four directions. Now, it doesn't have to necessarily be a street or path, okay, but it's four directions that are really not directions. I know that doesn't make sense, but they're four different positions. And they're places that are overflowing with so many possibilities. And they are like 
nowhere in a sense, yet they are everywhere. Right? You, again, it doesn't have to be a path. It doesn't have to be a street. And they absorb all four different paths. Or, or if you want to say directions, even though they're really not directions, you can say that as well. And at the crossroads, it's a place of very extreme, well, extreme power. You can collect highly magical soil. In fact, there is, um, oh goodness, I was reading something last night in regards to a spell. Let's see if I can find it. Um, a spell that you could, at the crossroads, if you, it says you collect the dirt from each path. Or we'll just use uh, direction so I don't confuse you because we, we, um, we can relate to pat with the direction even though it's really not it's really not a place, it's everywhere and then it's nowhere. But um, if you collect soil, it's I think it's to to banish. Uh, yeah, to it's to banish i'm looking for it actually <laughs> i think it's to banish negativity or something of that sort and you some correct me some someone please send in a, a comment or or something if i'm if i'm doing this if i got the wrong thing but i can't i can't find it uh at this moment in my book that i was reading last night um but it went like this so you'd collect a little bit of soil from each position and then you put it in your shoe and you walk away. You walk away. And that's supposed to, I think it's supposed to banish um, negativity or, or, or um, someone who has ill will out for you. Something of that sort. But, I'm, but I'd really be interested if someone can help me uh, correct that. I'll probably find it later after the show is over. But that's uh that's an example of collecting soil at a crossroads so um it, because the the soil at crossroads is highly magical it's known as a place to form agreements to make oaths and to set pack set packs and to barter in haiti papa legba also known as elegua in cuba and exu in brazil is the most prominent of the crossroad beings, spiritual beings. He owns the crossroads. He can open and close roads, close roads, and he can remove obstacles. He can put a stop to evil work before it even reaches you. And it turns, he can turn it right around back to where, from where it came. And Papa Legba, loves justice and truth and he is hard very it's very hard to confuse for mortals to confuse him but sometimes he does play tricks on us he is a mediator between the spirit world and the humans and the human world physical world and we can often he's often called upon at the crossroads in fact we can call upon him at the crossroads he also a little also he can help improve musical ability, art, sculpture, ironworks, and skills needed in games. We can gain assistance with the right and sufficient consideration, the tributes and offerings, and a careful approach. So we can't just go there and ask. We have to barter or 
leave some, have some kind of offering and make an agreement before we can call upon Papa Legba for help. Now in other communities, which I, I definitely don't agree with some of, some of this, okay? Some of it I do, and some of it I, I don't. But in other communities, not just African communities, although Hudu communities, Crossroads was said to be a place haunted by demonic and negative forces. I, I, don't real, I don't agree with that. I don't see the Crossroads as negative. Um, they say on the Sabbath, Sabbath there there's a, it's a gathering place for witches. Also, some people who say fairies who like to fool travelers were said to haunt the crossroads. Ghosts would appear at certain times, like All Hallows Eve, and frighten people. Restless ghosts and vampires could be prevented from walking among the living by burying corpses, their corpse, at the crossroads. So if you wanted to prevent, if someone wanted to prevent someone from coming back and haunting them, they would bury their body at a crossroads. That's why um, graveyards, some graveyards are, are at crossroads. If you ever notice, look at some graveyards and they're at cro uh, crossroads. Look, look at their location. I know, we, I know of one in particular in the city here in my state that's at the crossroads. And that's supposed to prevent the spirits of the deceased from coming back, haunting people, or being restless. Now, according to folklore tradition, crossroads are unhallowed ground where suicide and murder victims criminals and un the unbaptized were buried so in folklore tradition that's what that's where those types of people were buried they were buried at the crossroads and also to keep them from coming back as well but i reject um the negative aspect of that i reject the part about the demonic and negative forces because to me it puts a dark twist a dark twist on the crossroads and I prefer to stay with my I prefer to see it as the way my African ancestors have seen it and also I really don't believe in the devil I mean I know there are lower vibrational entities out there and people sometimes can get mixed up with them when they're looking for selfish gains money power over people and looking to hurt people that then those are called lower vibrational entities i don't see them as evil they're just on a lower i mean yeah the word that we use for them is evil but they are lower vibrational if they were higher vibrational they wouldn't be doing those types of things and i think that the devil satan is a christian creation and it is not part of my traditional cultural, cultural or ancestral practice, belief or practice. Um, I know there are some hoodoo, hoodoo religions, some people in hoodoo incorporate Christianity, saints and things into their practice, but I do not. I, I incorporate saints in there, but 
some like Archangel Michael, but um, I don't deal with or acknowledge Satan. Now, onto the forks in the road. The forks in the roads are where two directions merge into one, right? Hence, there's a fork. Um, Stephanie Bird refers to forks in the road as highly potent, mysterious, spiritual, and metaphysical places. They are places of choices and making decisions. And at the forks of the road, you can gain wisdom, insight, and the ability to forge change. Where two roads cross at or about right angles, you will find a cross in the road. So that is my idea. That is, that's a little bit about um, forks in the roads and crossroads in regards to hoodoo. Now, it is a new month, and I know we started this month late. I usually get out the podcast beforehand, but let me tell you, the end of the school year and distance learning and virtual graduations and all that stuff with my kids and everything, it's been crazy. So I was not able to uh, do this show. So I am going to read to, I'm going to read to you from... Stephanie Rose Bird's book, 365 Days of Hoodoo, for, and for our magic of the month. So magic of the month at the forks in the road. Some magic you can do if you come to a forks in the roads. So at a fork in the road, you typically have a couple of choices about which direction to travel, each heading in an opposite direction. Forks present a conundrum. And they can be puzzling when you are unsure of yourself because you have to make a choice and you don't really know which direction to choose. You only have two in that regards. Luckily, just as with their more complex counterparts, the crossroads, which gives you four choices, there are supernatural helpers residing at the forks. There's supernatural uh, helpers at the crossroads as well. A fork in the road is a beautiful place. It asks you to challenge the status quo and be very clear with how you move through the world. Sometimes you, can, you may catch yourself moving robotically out of habit. You will do something a certain way because that is how you've come to think it should be done. And that has an effect on um, our choices, by the way. Okay, so to continue, in Huru, there is a lot of thought about how one travels through the world. This is brought deeply into your consciousness during your intensive work and with foot track magic, and it continues in your current exploration of whatever you're trying to do. A fork in the road is also a mysterious and mystical place. Otherworldly energies converge there, and if approached in just the right manner, it can help you strengthen all what you do. Now I'm going to uh, suggest to you a fork in the road meditation. Today you are heading to the nearest fork in the road 
with your hoodoo journal and a pen, as well as something comfortable to sit on if you choose. For privacy, use the cloak of darkness and you can wear a hoodie or cape to make yourself even more difficult to distinguish from your environs. Find a comfortable place to sit near or alongside the fork. Spread out your blanket or whatever you have brought with you to sit upon. Take off your shoes if the weather permits. Fold your legs in the lotus position. Place your hands on your legs in a relaxed manner with palms upward and open in a receptive manner. Take deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. In counts of six or eight. The longer you take between breaths, the quicker you will reach deep stage of relaxation. Close your eyes partially, but don't get so comfortable that you fall asleep. Awareness is critical. Let your eyes focus on the third eye, which reacts with and sees into the unknown. Try not to think at all. Every time a thought arises, sponge it out like words on a blackboard. Continue to simply focus on your third eye and your breathing patterns. Inhale for six counts and hold, then exhale for six counts and so forth. After about 10 minutes, stretch your body gently and gradually open your eyes fully. Keeping yourself relaxed and unhurried, notice what new thoughts begin to fill your head. What do you see that wasn't there before? What do you hear or smell? Are you being guided to a nearby location? What is spirit telling you? You can write down the answers to each of these questions in your journal. Jotting things down keeps your thoughts in a more permanent and useful form than the mind alone can achieve. When you have learned your lessons of the day or night, whatever the case may be, head back home with your head filled with fresh thoughts and the possibility of new directions. What are your ideas or beliefs about crossroads and forks in the roads? Do you have any special practices when it comes to meeting at the crossroads? I'd love to hear your response to this question. 
it'll be on the Facebook page and on the blog at magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you for listening. Have a great solstice, solstice and so blessed be.